Welcome. The following presentation from Answers in CME is part of an educational activity titled Interpreting the Latest Data for Emerging B-Cell Maturation Antigen-Targeted Combination Treatment Strategies for Patients with Multiple Myeloma. Clinical Perspectives from 2022. To access the full program and supporting materials, please visit the activity URL in the episode description. This activity is supported by an educational grant from GlaxoSmithKline. Welcome. I'm Hermann Einzler. I'm the director of the Department of Internal Medicine II in Würzburg in Germany. And my task today is to interpret the latest data for emerging B-cell maturation antigen-targeted combination treatment strategies for patients with multiple myeloma. So let's start by discussing the unmet medical need for our patients. In the past 40 years, the five-year survival rate of multiple myeloma has doubled. But despite advances in treatment, multiple myeloma remains incurable, and most of the patients develop resistance to therapy and eventually relapse. And especially in the high-risk patient population, the five-year survival rate is only about 50%. Now we classify our patients according to certain cytogenetic features, which allow us to define high-risk, ultra-high-risk, and standard-risk patients. Now, BCMA is an interesting target in multiple myeloma because it's highly and selectively expressed in malignant plasma cells. There is an increased expression of BCMA on myeloma cells, which is associated with higher risk of progression and poorer treatment outcomes, and available data for novel anti-BCMA therapies demonstrate high efficacy. So there are several BCMA-targeted approaches to treat multiple myeloma. CAR T-cell therapy, we have two products approved in the US and Europe. Antibody drug conjugates, one product approved in the US and Europe, and with several bispecific antibody constructs, T-cell engages that are also approved in the US and in Europe. And in spite of new treatment strategies like quadruple induction, stem cell transplantation, consolidation, and maintenance, myeloma at the moment remains incurable in the vast majority of patients. And BCMA is a novel and attractive target for immunotherapy and we have several constructs, ADCs, T-cell engaging antibodies, and CAR T-cells targeting BCMA that are clinically available and are partially approved. Now I will review the latest efficacy data for available and late-stage BCMA-directed therapies for relapsed refractory multiple myeloma. In the so-called locomotion study, it was shown that patients that have received at least three prior lines of therapy have really a dismal outcome on consecutive treatments with an overall response rate of below 30%. So clearly, we need new treatment options for these patients. One of these treatment options is belantamab mafototine, an antibody drug conjugate. And here you see the TREAM2 follow-up with an overall response rate of 32% and a median duration of response of 11 months. Furthermore, we have BCMA-directed 
bispecific antibodies available. And just looking at the different formats, you can see that the overall response rate with these bispecific antibodies is ranging up to 60 or slightly beyond even 60%, and the complete remission rate can reach up to nearly 40%. Furthermore, we have BCMA-directed CAR T-cell therapies available. And two products are already approved in the US and in Europe. And you can see that these agents are providing an overall response rate up to 100% and a complete remission rate of going even beyond 80%. Progression-free survival is between nine months and with the other product, more than 27 months. So in summary, patients who are triple class exposed, even more triple class refractory, have a dismal prognosis. Now, BCMA-directed immunotherapies, even in these patients, provide impressive overall response rates and complete remission rates and significantly prolong progression-free survival in these happily pretreated patients. But these PCMA-targeted therapies are associated with novel toxicities and require specific supportive care monitoring. So we have talked about the latest efficacy data, but what are the safety profiles of the three classes of PCMA-targeted therapies? All of them are affected by cytopenias and infections. And the current meta-analysis presented at ASH 2022, most of the infections were moderate viral infections that don't require treatment. Severe infections are typically caused by viral or bacterial pathogens, and the median time to onset of severe infection is different. So with CAR T-cells, it's about two months, ADCs four months, and bispecific antibodies nine months. Now, specific side effects associated with belantamab mafototin are cytopenias reported in 15 to 20% of patients, so less when compared to the other two BCMA-targeted agents, but they have ocular toxicity, which are the most common adverse effect reported, with 46% of patients experience keratopathy and 22% of patients experience a decrease in visual acuity. In the real-world evidence, keratinopathy was again the most common ocular adverse event, and the typical time to onset 40 days and resolution within 3 to 12 months. Now, with BCMA-directed bispecific antibodies, most common um, adverse events are CRS, neutropenia, infections, and anemia. Most common grade three is neutropenia, but a low risk of ICANS. The rate of CRS is lower with bispecifics when compared to CAR T cells. Grade three CRS is higher if we give the bispecific intravenously when compared to a subcutaneous application, and the onset of CRS is typically before the fourth dose with some uh, bispecifics can also occur after the fourth dosing. Now with CAR T-cell therapies, the most common 
side effects are cytopenias, hypophosphatemia, CRS, and ICANS. And again, the most common grade three toxicity is cytopenia. And these cytopenias can actually persist for even more than four months post-infusion. And the main risk factor for this poor hematological recovery is older age, multiple lines of prior therapy, and a previous autologous stem cell transplantation. And patients after CAR T-cell therapy have higher rates of viral infections within the first three months of therapy. So in conclusion, common toxicities of all BCMA-targeting agents are cytopenias, highest risk for CAR T-cells, infections, highest risk for patients receiving bispecifics. Infections can be severe, especially viral infections, COVID and CMV, and uh, ADCs are typically associated with ocular adverse events. CRS and ICANS are exclusively seen in patients receiving CAR T-cells and T-cell engaging antibodies. Next, I will explain how the latest data for BCMA-targeted therapies might inform treatment selection in patients with relapsed refractory multiple myeloma. So for patients with ADCs, belantamab, standard risk patients are preferred, but the drug can also be used in patients who are less fit or have comorbidities. Monotherapy is approved for patients with four prior lines and limited but also promising data are available on combination strategies. Patients should not wear contact lenses while receiving the treatment. Now with bispecifics, they can be used in fit patients with standard risk or high risk disease. Comorbidities are acceptable if they are controlled. Mobility is necessary because often these patients receive the treatment every week, so it's a continuous treatment application. Some trials excluded patients with extramedullary disease. Predictors of non-response presented at ASH 2022 are low T-cell count, high frequency of exhausted T-cells, and high frequency of T-Rex. What about CAR T-cell therapy? Here we should consider fit patients with no comorbidities, who have features of high or standard risk disease, and they typically must have a good renal function. Some level of multiple myeloma control is required before CAR T-cell therapy because of this often long production time of the CAR T-cell product. Predictors of non-response is a high tumor burden and a rapidly progressing disease. So in conclusion, anti-BCMA therapies should be used in fit patients. We can individualize anti-BCMA therapy based on patient disease and drug-related factors, and data are emerging for predictors of non-response that will help to guide decisions about patient selection. So several BCMA-targeted therapies are either approved or in late-stage development. Let's discuss how the latest evidence informs sequencing of these therapies. The mechanism of action dictates the order in which the therapy should be used. So for example, BCMA-ADCs 
can be used in patients with prior anti-BCMA therapy. Belantamab mafoti does not negatively impact total lymphocyte counts. In contrast, bispecific antibodies should not be used before CAR T cell therapy. What about emerging combination strategies? Stream 9 study of belantamab mafotidine plus standard of care showed a high response rate and MRD negativity. No new safety signals were observed relative to TREAM2, and ongoing studies will determine the safety and efficacy of various doses. There are also combination strategies with bispecific antibodies, like the Majestic 4 trial, in which following autologous stem cell transplantation maintenance therapy is compared with LEN, which is the standard, and LEN plus a bispecific antibody. Now, integrating BCMA CAR T cells. CAR T cell therapy can induce overall response rate up to 100% and CR beyond 80% in patients with relapsed refractory multiple myeloma. And thus, in the future, CAR T cell therapy will move to earlier lines of therapy maybe become first-line therapy for ultra- and high-risk patients. It may even be applied in patients that are non-transplant eligible in early lines of therapy. And finally, it might challenge autologous stem cell transplantation in first-line in transplant eligible patients. Now, what about patients progressing after BCMA-targeted CAR T-cell therapy or by specifics. Um, one option could be immune checkpoint inhibitors. There are limited data on their use in, in this uh, setting. And following BCMA-directed CAR T-cell therapy, patients may respond to therapies that they were previously refractory to, though so the duration of responses may be limited. So in conclusion, BCMA-directed therapies really provide new treatment options for heavily pretreated patients, and then they open a completely new um, field for our patients in the future, where BCMA-directed therapies will be used in earlier lines of therapy to increase efficacy and safety. And because we have three different uh, classes of BCMA-directed therapies, the sequencing of these different BCMA-directed therapies will be very important in the future. Thank you for listening. Please visit the activity URL in the episode description to view all program materials, complete the post-test, and get a certificate.